Alright everyone, welcome back. Welcome back to Greenbox Gaming plays Delta Green Impossible Landscapes. We're going to start off a little better than we did last time recording. We've gotten... Ah, oh God, should I jinx we'll it? That, and, and, say, yeah. and say that, you know, we our, no, no, our no, no. technical issues seem alright. Here's the thing, I don't believe in jinxes. I don't, I don't know about you guys. Do you guys, are you guys big on the whole, like, don't say... You know that it's going all right, or oh, dude. When I was a kid, I w it was like almost obsessive. Like, I would believe so hard that if I wanted something to happen, then I had to think that it wouldn't happen. Mm. Like, I, I was like, I was a pessimist even at the tender age of ten years old. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just believe in software fucking out. So that I know this for fact. Well, I mean, it's mm. it's your job. So but us saying anything isn't going to do anything about it. Still going to fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, so I turn my lights on and off ten times, or a car will mm. hit me when I walk into the street. Mm. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Has, do you wash Do you wash your hands a certain uh, amount of times too, or <laughs> what? How does that work? I mean, you know, ten times in a row. Okay. <laughs> on the <laughs> hour. Every on the hour. hour, God, yeah. man. No, like I remember. You gotta fight that gingivitis. I remember I used to. Uh, I used to work at um, when I was working at the hospital. Well, even when I was when I was in college, round one, and I was working at the hospital as a pathology tech. But then, even when I was in college, round two, working as a mental health tech, and like late at night, you're like, man, it sure is quiet. And like, and people in the medical field take that seriously, like that that superstition about saying it's quiet, you know, or like, oh, it sure has been a really? a nice easy day. Like they're like, like something bad's about like to they, happen. Like they will get angry. Like I've had professionals, nurses and doctors, be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like just like turn the switch. Like how dare you well, say that it's quiet? We had the same same thing at the facility I worked at, but uh, everyone on a full moon, things would go crazy. <laughs> And by what? God, it did. Oh, I don't know yeah. what it was. Oh, wasn't there that one guy that had that tick? That, um, no. like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. <laughs> well, you know, it is a real thing, though, that, like, you know, statistically, there are more, you know, there's more violence and, like, more weird stuff that happens on full, new, full moons. But my hypothesis is that that's more correlation or that there that there is causation, and the causation is that it's easier to see at night, and so more people are out and about on a full moon, so there's more likely that someone's going to stab someone because they're going to be more likely to be out. Yeah, we've seen stabbing someone because maybe there's just equal stabbings in the dark, and just because it's bright now, then we found out. Do you know that? Do you know that more children <laughs> are born under full moons? And the hypothesis is that the it's like a tidal pool, like the same thing that causes the tides to come in and out, but like the tidal pool, the moon directly overhead causes more stress but, but on pregnant it, women's bodies it and it makes them deliver. I don't know. Jesus. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I've never been much for like superstition and stuff like that. Like we had a black cat. For a long, long time, you remember? You remember old Leroy? Oh yeah, Leroy Ivy. Yeah, old Leroy Ivy. He never brought you any bad luck. No, not that I know of. I mean, 
Oh god. I guess Dace's house did burn down that time. That was probably had something yeah. to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe in anything anymore. I don't believe in superstition, God, love, family. Well, speaking uh, of, of luck, I want to show y'all this. Someone gave me this as a Christmas late Christmas present. This might be sacrilegious for me to wear this at a Delta Green thing. It's like old school. <laughs> but they got me. Oh, that's that's cool. really nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's excellent. So I was like, I'm gonna wear this tomorrow. I don't know what that's from. I don't remember that art at all. Amy and Eric. Oh, uh, well, actually, you might want to put that away with everything going on with the open gaming license. We, you might have just fucked us. <laughs> you just lost oh, so you, many you viewers. Just, this whole oh. thing now belongs <laughs> to Wizards of the Coast. Mezzo well just shut it down. <laughs> God. That's actually that was that was not as bad as I think everybody made it out to be. Especially like looking at the old one and the new one, like actually. Well, they. I think they. What, really the OGL. Yeah, I don't think it Is was that, that sarcasm. No, no, no. Genuinely, yeah, I, I couldn't tell. I, I watched the post things about it, and it doesn't well, seem I mean, to be as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. Because like the only thing that's protectable is kind of copyright and trademark. And if you break it down into what is copyrightable, it's like actual media in specific. So then. It excludes yeah. a bunch of that stuff that is very permissive within Dungeons and Dragons, from what I saw. But we'll see. They're gonna. I think I just saw something. I was actually just looked up this morning, and I saw something about that they were had were moving it into the Creative Commons um, license, so that they that they were gonna, I guess, adopt that. Um, I don't know. Mm. I just it's hard though. How do you keep they... making money when you build something like so good, but you also want it to be for everybody? Like that's a really tough problem. Well, I think the idea, well, like I know at least for at least for me, it's like. So I may have known people. I would never do this myself, but I may have known people who, like in college, may have downloaded a PDF textbook, and that's just the worst. It's you wouldn't steal a car, right? Who would who would do a thing like <laughs> that? You wouldn't steal who a car. Would you wouldn't like steal that? an education. Yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, you know, this knowledge, which is for the masses and for education, but uh, anyway, but like I said, I, I've known yeah. people to download a PDF of a textbook, and that costs $200, mm -hmm. but when it comes to like D&D, &D, if I want a D&D &D product because I believe in D&D, &D, because I like the game, like, I don't feel weird about buying it, because I'm like, I want to contribute to this. Um, All right. Well, D and D's not forcing you to buy a new edition whenever they come out with a new edition. True. Or you fail <laughs> yeah, in with college. the whole textbook thing. <laughs> but and I think it's kind of similar. It's like I think that that's how they're going to make their money is like selling hard products, and maybe that's not as much yeah. money as they would like. But more merch. Me. Just the shit that's that Brad's wearing right now. That's how you make the money. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, open for negotiations. D and D. Mr. D&D. <laughs> Mr. Dungeon <laughs> and Mr. Dra Mr. Dungeon. Uh, that's something Mr. else. Dragon. We're not talking about that guy. <laughs> Get some controversy. This is how you bootstrap a podcast. Yeah, this is it. That's how you do it. D&D well, sucks. Of, I'm just saying it. Speaking of controversy, <laughs> there's something controversial that happened up top last episode. I went pretty hard on the country of South Africa. You did. And I just want to take this moment to um, apologize to John Luca. 
and the great nation of South Africa. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to extend an olive branch. And um, if there are any South African ambassadors out there that would care to have lunch with me, feel free. The, uh, the invitation is open and it's there to stay. <laughs> Thank you, South Africa. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're we're still gonna film you at night crying in your sleep. Yeah, that's not changing it. Ine- inevitably, right? Inevitably. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm glad I'm cool. glad we got that out of the way. I, you know, the term "your yeah, people" was, on my mind was used, whole... and now that anyone that's uh, watching this is completely lost, let's start. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I promise, in the future, I won't say things like "your people." South Athens, <laughs> third world nation. I promise <laughs> not to do that anymore. You don't want to get South Africa canceled. Do you, no. do you know what? No. Do you know where the term third world country actually comes from? Do you know what it, what it means? No. What does it mean? So it's from the Cold War. During the Cold War, first world countries was the West, and those allied with the U.S. and Europe. Second world countries were the USSR and all of its allies. And third world countries were basically anyone else that wasn't allied one way or the other. And it just so happens that a lot of the countries who weren't allied either way, just in general, weren't doing as well. Wow. So So it actually has nothing to do with quality. It actually has nothing. Like, in its inception, obviously, in its current usage. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, Delta Green. Look at how much you learn. (laughs) God, that's like not only do you come here to be entertained, you come here to learn and grow. You can't, you can't beat it. Maybe we'll get a a strong toddler following. Speaking of can't, speaking of things that you can't beat, let's talk about last session. (laughs) What a segue, dude! Yeah, killed it with that segue. And also, I was re-listening to the episode. And literally, as we were starting the fight, I was like, okay, but let's frame the situation here. It's literally three grown-ass dudes fighting one woman. Like, yeah. this is kind of ridiculous. It doesn't <laughs> bode well for know, And in hindsight, looking at it, the fight would have gone a lot easier <laughs> if you guys would have gone at her with the ferocity, at the ferocity that, a, um, that a D&D group goes at a goblin, which is to kill it. But that's not how you guys mm-hmm. were approaching yeah. it. If you guys are just like, yeah, let's fucking kill her. You guys would have pulled out your guns and gunned her down, and it would have been done. Like, but you guys Very didn't want to kill her, and that's why it was harder in a way because you were trying not to kill her. Anyway, but that. Well, you made us sound. You made us sound like the bad guys. So I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like we looked after her. She's in the basement sleeping. No, wait. Where is she? Where did we leave her? Yeah, the basement. I, we, uh, we haven't decided what we're gonna do with her. So let's do it. Let's do a quick recap. All right, so we're here, uh, 1995, New York City. Our team, Hank Ellis, U.S. Marshal, played by Brad. Uh, Benji Potts, blues historian and a cultist, played by Dace. And, of course, uh, Benedict Farthington, uh, played by Jean, who is our smooth talker, our mouthpiece, our party mouthpiece, uh, who has a thing for strong women, apparently. Wow. Who doesn't? Uh, Alright. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Little little peek behind the curtain over there. (laughs) Um, So, you guys guys have gone through a lot. Um, Recently, you guys have gone into the night floors looking for Abigail Wright, 
Um, and I really appreciate Hank Ellis's dedication to the like, hey, we gotta find the girl. Like, we gotta find this missing person and help her. As you guys have gotten down in here, like things have gotten weirder and weirder. You guys have encountered, you and guys encountered the yellow sign, um, which kind of took hold in, in Benedict's head. Um, you guys saw into this strange mirror uh, that showed this strange room where a man was drowning children. You guys encountered, re-encountered, I suppose, some of the people who are in um, some of the tenants of the building, and they seem to know more at night when the night floors are accessible. They seem to have more mirrors, and you guys are more memories, and you guys have been told, yeah, Abigail's she's up, uh, she's up in un, in twelve, up on the sixth floor with. You guys have heard a few different things. You guys have heard the the salesman, her boyfriend, uh, things like that. Um, you guys also learned a little bit about the building, and apparently there's something about this building, and there's something about the man who built it. Um, you don't know the name. Uh, if you look on roll twenty. Uh, you will see that uh, he is on there. Uh, he's in that black and white photo. Let me let me drag it over there, actually, so you guys can see it. Um, wait, is that right? There we go. Um, that the man in the mirror, and you guys have seen him. And there was there something about this man and the mirror and the building. There's something about the building. Uh, you also found out that Abigail Wright apparently brought that all this oddness kind of started when Abigail Wright brought something into the building and shared it with her neighbors. A book uh, which held a play entitled The King in Yellow. And that once it was there that was shared with a few people and then things started to get a little odd. You guys really don't know the specifics about how that happened but you're kind of putting things together. At the end of the last episode uh, you guys had had gone down to see Michelle Van Fitz and gotten into an altercation with her. Um, and when you did so, basically, it was a lot harder to take her down than you guys wanted. Um, you guys went into her room and fought with her. You did manage to take her down. And I will say this, keep in mind, none of you guys actually took any damage. So really, like, when you think about it, three on one, and it actually turned out, it was, was it messy? It turned out okay, because no one actually got hurt. Um, NG took Benedict some psych took damage. Emotional, yeah, emotional damage from Benedict, I'm right. sure. <laughs> and you guys were able to take her down. But when you were in here and you're in her room, her room is now expanded. And according to the strange map that you had found in Abigail's apartment, the it showed there's an entrance to the night floors. And sure enough, it looks like um, Michelle's room has expanded vastly. It's now huge and ornate when there were lots of books in here before. Now there are thousands and thousands, and there are bookshelves that go into other rooms. And you, one of the things she attempted to protect herself with was this, this like, antique-looking, like, genuine-looking tomahawk, like, Native American war tool. Uh, you guys had gone in there. You fought her. You hogtied her. I believe at the end of it, you guys have took her back, her and Jeremy, uh, back into Abigail's apartment. You kind of like hogtied her and like you know bound her. She's unconscious at the time. To like you like tie her up like to the radiator or something in uh, Abigail's apartment, along with Jeremy, who's still completely mind whammed. And did we hogtie him too, just for good measure? Sure, you did. Okay. Sure you <laughs> did. You hogtie him, tie him together, so they're gonna wake up and they're gonna be 
tied together. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Not to butt. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I'll leave that up to you. You know, that's... Uh, I feel like as the as the handler, it's not really my place to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you guys, I haven't heard I haven't heard nut to butt since I was in the army. Oh god, nut to butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you guys are, and you guys had contacted your handler, um, agent. God, I don't even remember his damn name anymore. It's been so long. Marcus. Agent Marcus, yes. Uh, you guys have contacted Agent Marcus, much. and he told you, he's like, I can get these, if this is going on, you have someone who's been exposed to something supernatural, I can get someone to pick this person up, but it'll be tomorrow uh, before I can get them in there. So now, so that's where we're going to pick up. You guys are here, and it's like 7, 8 o'clock at night, and by the way, Benji missed his ride to the party with Skylar. Um, so, yeah. Oh, nuts. Yeah. Yeah, so some bond, some bond uh, interaction there as uh, as what happened. So we did. Do we uh, call Marcus? Yes. Yeah, we did. So we it, phones work in the in the night floors. We didn't call him in the night. Yeah, floors. you guys had walked down the. Somebody had walked down the sidewalk to because I believe that you had. Maybe I'm making this up. I believe someone had tried to call from inside the McAllister. And basically, they picked up the phone, and all they heard was like, you know, old school twenties music, like, like kind of thing. I we didn't we didn't do that. Okay. that'd be funny. Uh, we'll say so it we'll has say a little touch there. That you guys, uh, but you guys go. Someone went walked down the street, got a payphone, called Marcus. So here you are, like I said, seven eight o'clock at night. Um, all this has gone on. Uh, you one of you smells very strongly of pepper spray. Uh, and the other two smell only lightly basted. Uh, and you have these two people, these two, like, vulnerable, unconscious people. Oh, and by the way, when you pulled Jeremy out of the closet where you'd, call her where you'd left him, um, he was drenched, wet. Like, it's, you would go so far as to say, half-drowned as you pull him out of the closet. And so here you are. You've got these people. You got them hog tied. Abraham, stop peeing on me. <laughs> you got these guys. They're hog tied. They're not going anywhere. And you've been told that they're someone's going to come get them tomorrow. Uh, like tomorrow oh, in the middle of the day. Noting. So that's where we're going to pick off, uh, pick up with you guys deciding what you're going to do with these people. Is is Abraham still with us, or is he back in the night floors? I would say that Abraham is with you. In, in Abigail's apartment. He's like sniffing around. You okay. know, just like doing dog stuff. And I think we, we injured Michelle quite gravely. Yes, the idea was that if she does not get some professional okay. help, she might not die, but she is likely to suffer permanent disfigurement, maiming. Uh, I think I had said that oh, she might lose her leg <laughs> yeah. if it doesn't get seen about. It didn't go well. The good news okay. is Abraham has liability insurance. Does he? On his well I'm sure I'm of it. Sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that didn't go well. Sloppy well, word. Yeah, so that's where we're gonna pick up. So, gentlemen. What are we doing? 
That's a fantastic question. Well, uh, fellas, I I can't say it enough. Let's just not talk about the fight and say we took her down fairly easy. Um, just want to say that again. If anyone asks, especially Marcus, we say it was a yep. piece of cake. Piece of, piece of cake. I I again, this came up last time too. I love that your your go to is that. Well, we don't want to be embarrassed by how this went. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it's like an I apartment didn't... that seems to transport itself between time and you know, possibly drowning babies and shit. We just don't want to be embarrassed about that yeah. fight. And a lady bleeding out on yeah. the ground, too. Well, I mean, so, Mark, uh, I mean, you fact... guys are outside the night floors now, but you have some information that might kind of warrant kind of looking into um, about the nature of this place. Like, where did Abigail get this book? And I will, I will say this too: that supposedly Michelle was the last one to have it, which is why you guys went there to begin with. So, yep. but but again, like, who is the person who built this house? Like, why is this place weird? Like, is there is an there's an idea that as Delta Green agents that you don't need to just discover what the unnatural is, but you need to discover how far it reaches so that you can determine how to contain it. Because if you don't know how far it goes or what it is, but again, you never will know too much. That's why you just break mirrors. When there's a mirror with a creepy dude drowning babies in it, you break it. You break it. You break the mirror, ask questions later. I've always said that. That's, that's Mm. That's what he's always said. I say it all. Uh, say it all the time. <laughs> hey, say say it say it right now, just for old times' sake. See a mirror, a get... creepy dude drowning babies in it. You break it. Yeah, he says it. Catch That's right. what That's he what does. Do. Um, so uh, I kind of want to. Well, you y'all know where Hank stands. He wants to go back to the her room, look for the the play, search her big ass room. And then go back to the night floors from that are accessible from her room that might possibly lead us to the sixth floor. Um. Yeah, you said it's eight or nine o'clock. Yeah, we'll say it's eight o'clock. Yeah. Uh, Bendy would like to do some research on the founder of the building, but now's probably not the time. We just got to find Abby. And I, and I will say this too: you guys were in there for quite some time. It's eight o'clock on the outside, but it's not how it feels to you guys. You guys were in there for quite some time. I mean, it feels like it feels late. It feels like midnight or later for you uh, guys. Mm-hmm. Um. Well. A little bit. Well, Benji, if you feel that uh, concerned with the the founder of this building and all that jazz. You could just call Marcus and he could do some research for us if we roll high enough. And maybe that, we'll have some information when we come back from the night. You know us. what? You know what, Hank? That is a great idea, not only because we will get the information we seek, but it uses the mechanics of the game. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better like, myself, what I suppose. The fuck are you both on about? <laughs> you sustained a blow to the head. Quite possibly. <laughs> um. So yeah, Benji will call Marcus again. Okay, you guys have just called him. By, by the way, 
<laughs> so you're just gonna call him right back. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Alright, uh, so you get him. Okay, last time I made you roll a luck check to see if you can even get a hold of them. So do that again. Okay. Roll me a quick luck. Um, what is that? Just a it's just a it's just a D one hundred. Um, and you want to get below a fifty. Oh, that's a 94. 94. Yeah, that's 94. You are not able to get a hold. What a reliable agent. What a, what, what a great handler. What a reliable we have. man who sleeps. <laughs> what an unreliable son of a bitch. I was about to say that sleeps at 8 or 9 o'clock and make fun of him. Then I realized that's when I go to sleep. Because <laughs> I'm fucking ancient. Alright. I wouldn't want to interrupt a Will of Fortune. <laughs> he's watching his... <laughs> Whatever the fuck he's, he's watching. He's falling asleep in front of an infomercial. I guess it's... Oh, 95 yeah, is too soon for Billy Mays. Uh, yeah. Alright, so you guys... Um, well, you're go. not able to get him. You're not able to get him. So... And... But you get the idea that's like... This might be something that's best kind of compartmentalized. That it might be safer quote-unquote, for you guys to do it anyway. Because the less people that know, the better. Kind of thing. Oh. Okay. Fair enough. Now, but, I mean, if you guys, like, you guys tell me where you want to go, what you want to do. Like, I... I think I've laid down pretty well. Everyone... Yeah. Is everyone on board with going back to her room and looking around? Yes. Yeah, this, let's do it. This king and yellow feller. Uh... I just wonder if there's any way mechanically that we could like brace ourselves, like gird our loins for if we actually I mean, find the the play. Because like we know we're about to get into some shit if we find. Well, tell me, like fort tell me this, fortify though. our mental. Our... Like if you guys find something, you guys, I think it is fair to assume, like without metagaming too much, that you guys have said, was like, alright, there's something weird going on, and this this play might be something weird. And didn't didn't Benji... Actually, this is a really good opportunity for everyone to roll an occult roll right now. This is a perfect use of an occult roll. Joe, I'd love to. An occult, or even a... um, What about a journalism roll or something related to that for anyone? No need. Might be something like no that. Because I think so. that that is actually really applicable. Benedict got a 25 under. 25. Yes, and then thank you for enunciating out loud what you got. Benji got a 71 over 60, so that's going to be a failure for Benji. Where is the cult? Ben is that in the skills? Yeah. It starts with an Yeah, o. they're alphabetical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Found it. These are the kind of sound bites that are gonna yeah. make a great mashup. <laughs> All right, so that is uh, damn. Yeah, that's an eighty-two well, over ten. So none of you knows anything in particular, but Benedict. Benedict, you have heard and like, and now thinking about it, now those things have kind of calmed down. You know, and you're kind of standing here over these two unconscious people trying to figure out what to do. You're thinking about it, and the the king in yellow, like, you, you seem to remember that, you know, from 
you know, as a journalist, as someone who who studies writing, and you know, and you know, and you know, you're probably I don't know is you tell me is Benedict kind of like does he go to plays? Is he is he kind of artsy in that way? Like no, no, uh, no, no. He likes to think he is, but he doesn't. Well, and remind me again does does Benedict does the stuff that he's typically written or that he's edited as an editor, like, is it kind of like conspiracy-ish kind of stuff? Or is it like tabloidy? Entirely. Entirely, okay. Entirely conspiracy slash tabloidy. Like, the overlay between, I guess, famous people being lizards, etc. Oh, like like lizard people in the royal family and stuff like so, that? So like, Pretty okay. much. He writes okay. about Elvis being alive at least once a week. Nice. Oh, like, Brad Pitt yeah. is the Sasquatch, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so yeah, you uh, just imagine like a like a like a Jason Momoa, but like you know the famous Sasquatch picture of like the it's like turned sideways and looking back, but it's just it's just Jason <laughs> yeah. Momoa, he's just this giant motherfucker. <laughs> um, so this is something that you've heard of, like this is a conspiracy that a conspiracy theory that you are familiar with and it is the idea that there was this there's this this play this that's was published like man i i don't know um is you know from like the 1800s or something maybe earlier than that that it's called the king in yellow and the basics of it is that it the people who watch the play go insane that they that they all have some type of mental break and that there was some big crackdown of it and it's kind of like the holy grail of banned books kind of thing like but it's like this kind of thing that no one even knows if it's real you know if it's like like literally like the holy grail or like ah no it's not a real thing no it's totally real there was a copy in argentina in 1938 that was reported here, and it's like, no, no, that's all fluff, you know, and then it's like, you know, it's like the, the, the Nazis were after it, and then the Soviets were after it, and, you know, but then the CIA hasn't, blah, blah, blah. It's like, but it's just the basics of it is that there's this book, this play that has been banned and destroyed everywhere it's shown up, and that it drives people insane. And that's something that Benedict would know. And just hearing that it's here in this building... And seeing the things that you've seen, the odd things, kind of puts it into context a little bit. So you said if you watch the play, you go insane. What if you just read it? We don't know. Unknown. What if you get someone else to read it and you just listen to it? Unknown. I think I think you don't. This know. is how we're doing. I'll talk about it right much. here. You know what? You got me. I remember I was talking about like how uh you know, like uh, how I would how I knew someone who had downloaded a PDF instead of buying something. I haven't even downloaded an illegal PDF. I'm gonna be frank. I I'm just flying by the seat of my pants <laughs> here on possible landscapes, guys. That's <laughs> actually pretty remarkable. Yeah, you've been doing a great job. Yeah. 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 This this wow. right here. This is just a prop. It's just a prop. That's, that's... It even cracked. It's like a sticker book on the inside. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like a, where's Waldo? He's like trying to find Waldo oh, yeah. during every <laughs> session. You, you guys are like, you guys are like, yeah. So what do I find? I'm like, huh? What? Uh, it's uh. 
<laughs> like you open the book and it, it was blank, but now it's just like a serial killer's ransom note with like different <laughs> size letters and shit. The whole thing. Caricatures of our faces <laughs> over and over. Yeah. All right, so yes, that's what you know. Sidetrack. Uh, so, well, uh, uh, I, I believe we need to go upstairs. Um, yeah, I feel like thanks. there's something to this book. Uh, Thank you for telling us all that, uh, Benedict. I, I it told sounds... you explicitly about the story. Yes. Yes, it sounds right horrible. Yeah. So let's go find it. <laughs> so, uh, so you cast uh, down for some light reading, or what? <laughs> let's go back to Michelle's room and rummage through her shit if we haven't caused her enough damage. Okay, you guys get back up there, um, pretty easy, and actually, I'm gonna roll something real... No, I'm not gonna roll that, actually. Um, you guys get up there, there's no problem, you guys go back upstairs, um, and you make it up to her room, uh, it smells like pepper spray <laughs> in here, and the place is like, you know, there's like, the chairs are tipped over and stuff. Um, I assume, did either, any of you put that tomahawk? Did any of you take that? No, it was on no, the ground. I don't think we did. Okay, the tomahawk is still but here then. Ben, Benji will take it. Okay, add please add to your inventory, uh, antique tomahawk. An ancient tomahawk. But put put a question mark after antique. Antique <laughs> tomahawk. <laughs> I think Benedict will. <laughs> The only other thing I have under armor and gear is a, a credit card for the Juilliard food. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, all right. You guys get up here. I think Benedict, Benedict, just before we carry on, he's going to look around for some sort of a keepsake for his lost love. Like I'm imagining a ribbon. You know, she's a strong. There is. She has a single people. photo of herself in the room. That is the only photo she has of any family or anything. It's just a single photo of what herself just standing there, arms by her All side. Right. Just like... Okay, Benedict. Benedict is going to try and stealthily. Benedict is writing. He's going to do a stealth roll to go and pocket that away from the rest of the team. Alright, you, you, you drop the <laughs> yeah. picture. He gets a, a 96 over 10. It's like, a, it's like, a, it's like an stealth. 8 by 6. And you drop the frame <laughs> and it breaks, like the glass from the frame breaks. <laughs> just looks around. The other two, and she's like, well, "What are you doing with that, you pervert?" <laughs> uh, uh, it's, you... Uh, it's evidence. We need this. I need this. <laughs> Benedict, I, I need this. Do you are need you it or do you want it? <laughs> Benedict, are you in love with this woman? <laughs> That's the only thing I can assume about for why you would want to steal a picture of her with her hands to her side like some kind of creep. <laughs> I'll take your silences. Uh... <laughs> Benedict moves along swiftly. <laughs> All right, you, Let's um, just forget about it. So you guys get in there and you can, if you want to do some... Okay, remember when I said that this place seems to go on and on? It's going to be hard to find something specific in here. Um, but, like, you can look for it, by all means. But I'm going to look back in, in her floors now. I think, technically, yes. We're in, like, an altered, altered version of her room. Mm -hmm. 
which presumably would be like it reminds you floors. of her room before but it seems to have like the you know the living room has literally grown out and now there is a doorway that where on the map would might suggest there was a doorway that seems to go on into more rooms like more like well, where it goes where the little hallway that would go to her bedroom on the map there is now like that hallway is longer and it goes off into you know, just like a library of books let's uh go to the library maybe sure all right it is um it is opulent and beautiful uh, everything about it um like night like beautiful hard oak or you know like the shelves and you know the door frames and everything there's big comfy chairs in this you know and there's those big heavy ladders that slide you know so you can get to the books at the upper uh upper shelves and whatnot yeah is there anything on display anywhere any highlighted areas or important objects on display is there anything lit up with a glow around it, like a yeah? It's like a, there's like a like a quest with marker floating <laughs> about a yeah, foot exactly. over a sh- question mark above a certain book. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys, um, I will say that you guys do find that there is a chair there, and there is a book sitting in the chair, and like it's sitting over the arm of the chair, like someone didn't mm-hmm. put a bookmark in it. They were reading it, and they put it down there to come back to it later. Um, and it is a it is a book called and you pick it up and actually do I have an asset for this hold on let me see if I can find this real quick I'm not going to take too much time I'm going to do it real real quick here it is yeah fantastic and I have to do this dumb thing where I set it where you guys can all see it and handle it It is a book entitled Ooh. A Why is the quality of this image so garbage? It looks good on mine. It looks good to you guys? Okay. Oh, there okay, it popped in on mine. It is a book called is book called A World Without Doors. So badass looking cover. It's like got a modern city on the bottom and then flipped upside mirror like is like a, a castle flipped upside down yeah and there's like there's smoke behind the modern city and it is uh it's we need it is a book by uh emmeline fitzroy um does that mean anything to you benedict you ever read any of her literature yeah get you know get Uh, give me another one of those journalism roles real quick all right He gets a failure, 94 over 61. Like, you get just like a little tickle in the back of your mind, kind of thinking about it, and you're like, nah, maybe, but nothing particular. Um, oh, oh yes. Read this. Great book, great book. Great if, book. If, if any of you wants to <laughs> leaf through this real quick, I mean, it doesn't, like, it doesn't take long to do so. Um, you... It seems to be a... Uh, the cover is an image... There's a, a beautiful palace inverted over a, another city where there are no doors. The 
story is about a girl and her it appears to be like a kind of fantasy story about a girl who is goes into a, a magical land and all of her adventures there um you see mention of the phantom and she seems to be attempting to like save people from something she calls the dance that people seem to be trapped in the dance um and it and she's trying to save everyone from this and you can probably find out a little bit more about it if you read it, if you take some time to actually sit down and read it it's not a a big read you think you could probably knock it out in like two or three hours if you sat down and actually read it um but yeah it's i don't and it's like and when you read it it just kind of makes you a little uncomfortable there's just something about it and some of the themes and the imagery in it that are oddly reminiscent of what you've seen in the night floors mm. uh if nobody else wants to take it i'll take it you're gonna read it yeah oh just take it right right now uh, you guys got a quick two or three hours <laughs> yeah, I'll read it well I, if someone wanted to do that i was gonna say hank was gonna take a nap just want to crash <laughs> in here and just classic hank classic hank behavior well <laughs> take a fucking nap in a comfy well, here's chair. the thing and it's and let's you know you know kind of getting into the nuances of delta green rules um there are you know there are mechanics for exhaustion and if you don't yeah that's what if I was you don't sleep like if you guys don't sleep like relatively soon you're going to start to run into issues you're going to start to run into the fact that your um that your um your roles don't do as well what is relatively soon I'm going to say like a few hours. Oh yeah. really? I mean, if you want to if you want to push, you can push yourself. Um I'm going to like and we we've, we've done this before. If you want to if you want to push yourself and dump some willpower, we'll say that you can like go grab three cups of coffee and neck them all at once or like chain smoke. Or something like that, you know, get some stimulants in your system, and you can dump some willpower and push through for a little while longer. But yeah, I think we'll just have to make that decision when we get there. Yeah, what kind of rest would be required to avoid that? Basically, eight hours. Like you need to go home. Mm. Eesh. You don't have to go home. Um, you need to rest. Well, I feel like let's push a little bit further down the like yeah. into this, and then if it looks like it's going to be a whole can of worms, then we back out. Is what I said. Yeah. You mean into her apartment or in or back into the night floors? I'm gonna say that there hear, is I'm, like in this big library, and there are doors that go off the library, and seems to go into like more library. But then there is one geez. big ornate, beautiful door, and from behind it, you hear the that kind of swing music and uh, that kind of reminds you you're like I think that might be the night floors well fellas I don't much feel like reading right now uh, <laughs> what do you say we go into this back into the night floors and maybe we can find uh, the right girl and, and 
in this right now, in the next two hours before we go to sleep. Well, let's yeah. at least look around for the Canyon Yellow uh, while we're here. It's the last known location of it. We ain't even searched yet. Yeah, give me give me some right. search rolls. Um, and if you guys, I will tell you this: if you want to, wait, hold on before you roll. Hold on before you roll. Um, if you want to take, like, because this is an arduous task. If you just want to, if you want to do a perfunctory roll, then and just like and just do it real quick and take ten quick minutes, see if you can find it. That's fine. If you want to take some time, then you can give yourself a plus twenty, but it will take some time. Mine was quick. Yeah. Uh, in my just... experience, we should take that book with us because by osmosis, sometimes I find that I read books even just when they're in my pocket. <laughs> just, I just absorb. <laughs> It's like that kid. Have you seen that kid that's just like that meme of the kid? It's like a little boy sitting in school and he's got a textbook in front of him and he's just going like this. Like yeah, trying to absorb that. it. It's just like, <laughs> that's been a approach. When I was a when I was a when I was a kid and my and like school would get canceled for some reason, my dad used to say to me, he's like, Well don't worry, son, we'll just take you down there and just sit you on the steps in front of the school and you'll just you'll just absorb the knowledge because we don't want to waste this day so we'll just take you down there and you can still get a little bit you know just so just just breathe it in um all right i'm just gonna try to find the the k section failure <laughs> here to go okay king and yellow Oh, T on K. Ooh, Benji got a 32 under 43. I'm sorry, did you guys say that you were going to take the time or not? No. Okay. No. Yeah. All right, and then Benedict also failed. All right, Benji, you are you're looking around. And the other two, I will say that let me let me roll something real quick. Roll one more. And she's talking to Abraham. He's like, Can you smell the color of yellow? That's what we're looking for. <laughs> That's it. Sniff it out. Sniff it out, Ham. Don't get. All right. Yeah. You, okay, um, Hank, you find, you don't find the King of Yellow. Uh, you do find a different book. It is a. It is entitled A History of the Russo-Germanic Hegemony. Hegemony? Hegemony? Hege hegemony, hegemony, I think. A History of the Russo-Germanic Hegemony 1911 to 1921. Um riveting. Well, and you you <laughs> thumb through it and it seems to be the history of a Russian Germanic alliance, you know, like that kind of World War One-ish time, but that never happened. There wasn't. Oh shit! There wasn't a Russian Germanic hegemony in that time. It, yeah, it it just it doesn't make any sense. Like, but this is this is a real. This is like a this is like a textbook or not a textbook, but this is like someone who is really passionate about this like certain thing in history, and it just yeah. is, seems really kind of odd and out of place. It would take you a, a minute to read it. You'd maybe maybe an hour or two, 
to kind of to kind of pick through and actually get some of the data out of this thing. Uh, well, this is obviously fiction. <laughs> or was it over his shoulder? <laughs> um, <laughs> and Vinci comes up behind him and picks it up. Well, my reading list is growing. Every, every, yeah, it's growing. Benedict, you pull out, you come across a, an area of books that have, they're like large kind of navy colored books all in one area, and they all, none of them have anything writing on the spine, none of them have any writing on the front or the back. You pull one out, and you open it, and you are surprised to see some very, very lewd photographs uh, like pornographic mm-hmm. images of people in every imaginable arrangement, like almost like not like a diagram, like a Kama Sutra kind of thing, but like just an arrangement of just all these different people. Um, roll me a sanity check, real quick, please. <laughs> that's that's some strong pornography. <laughs> Yes. You, <laughs> you flip through and um let me let me look at something real quick. Let me just look at something real quick. Let me look up, 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 up. As you're looking you stop. Because and it's like and these are all in black and white and you know, and people are arrayed over you know, old school turn of the century chase lounges and um, and like on the hood of old cars and stuff like that. But everything still has that kind of turn of the century feel to it. But you see something, not something, you see someone. You flip the page and you're just kind of like, you're like, whoa, like, this is a lot. And it's, and this is a thick book. And there's a lot of this stuff. And you're flipping and you stop and turn back as you see your brother Barlow in the throes of passion in oh no (laughs) and what the fuck and you flip the yeah that would make you roll a and you flip the page and you see another picture of Barlow and with different people Barlow what have you done and then you flip the page once more and you see yourself oh no I can't oh my god what the fuck Oh, with no. your brother. <laughs> his his vague sense of excitement turns to absolute distrustful, confused fear. What the fuck? But, but the thing is, uh, you, you, you like put the book back and you pull another one out and you see someone else that you know. And then you put it back and pull another one. You see someone else that you maybe from years ago. Maybe it's the guy down at the bodega that you see all the time. Like maybe or like or something. It's like it seems that and and all these pictures, all these lewd, you know, like lustful pictures of just all these people. And you're fairly sure that, or you can't be certain, but I mean, you know that the picture of you, you've never been in that place with those people. So, like, what is this? I think Benedict is too excited. Not in the excited way, but in the, oh no, what's happening? And he, he has to bring other people, the other guys over. He says, boys, I need you to, I need you to look at this. 
I'm, uh, this is distressing. You just show him the picture of you. You're like, I need you to look at this. <laughs> I need you, no, I give it to them. Give it to them closed. Well, I don't want and to say, say that, do you I see don't. anybody that you recognize in here? Do we? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, um, Hank, you are flipping through and you see all of your ex-wives. Oh, good lord have mercy. Uh, <laughs> Benji, you see, uh, what's the lady at the diner? What's oh, what's her name again? Sandy. Sandy, you see, you see Sandy at the <laughs> diner, uh, and you see yourself. What is? Oh, holy happening? moly! And this is, keep in mind, well, this, this is a 95. This is a time it. far before deep fake was even an idea. Like, you know, this is... Yeah. <laughs> I wonder... I wonder if maybe these books are dreams? Because I've sure as shit had this dream before. <laughs> <laughs> so this one right here. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Well, anyway, it's odd. More Listen, boys. Shit. It's odd. I mean... From everything we saw, we can't trust anything we see here. So we don't. This is Benji. As you're, as you know, Benedict calls you over, and you see this, and you go back over, and you're looking through some more of the stuff, and eventually, though, you come across. You're looking through a lot of these books, and a lot of these books are quite large, and in one of the areas, you are seeing. You're seeing a bunch of these, uh, a bunch of books, and then you see something, a book that kind of stands out. Not because it's bigger or brighter, but because actually it's actually smaller and more more unnoticeable than everything around it. Hmm. You see... Yeah, let's open it. You see this, which has a familiar symbol on the front of it. Ah, uh, the mark it's of the, the yellow symbol. Yellow. Or the yellow symbol, whatever. Um, dude, that I'm might gonna, be it. <laughs> I'm gonna tie a blindfold on my face and then read it. Is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> like the like the Elder Scrolls guys who like <laughs> who go blind from reading <laughs> yeah. the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think there's only one thing to do. I just gotta pop that sucker open and take me a gander. You open it up. You open up the, uh, the the first page there, and yeah, you see the king in yellow. Holy shit! Boys, I done found it. <laughs> oh no, oh, Lord! <laughs> Hank huddles over there to take a look as well. I mean, are you guys gonna like start start reading it? Like, uh -huh. what what are, what are we what are we doing? Uh, just, I'm, like, I'm uh, not. I'm not usually partial to arson, but uh, in what I've seen today in this little room, I may not have a history of burning things down in as Benedict, but sometimes we just need to burn things down. Well, let's remember our mission to find the right girl. I, w I wonder if uh, this seems to be an important item to these people. We might need to hold on to it for a bargaining chip. You, yeah, it could be leverage. You do see inside it on the first page. You see 
you see that it says it says the king in yellow and underneath it it says translated uh translated 1951 does it have an author or a translator name? It does not. Uh, it's a small red book, like bound in red leather with the yellow sign stamped on it. And it and it says translation Le Roy en Jean. Or Jeanet? Jean? <laughs> I can't speak French. How's it spelled? I will type it. Le. Who is this guy supposed to be? Roy. Translator. In... This is not the translator. Uh, oh. I'm going to say that anyone who vaguely has an idea of language thinks that this is French for the king in yellow. Oh, I thought you said Leroy. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Leroy. Leroy. Le, le Leroy. Leroy. Or something. Oh, Where is it? Where'd you type it? In, uh, in, in Roll20. Oh, it's not popping up yet. Le Roi. Ah, Le Roi Jean. Oh, 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 Le Roi Jean. <laughs> there goes my French it. audience. Yep, <laughs> there, there, there they go. <laughs> We're going to isolate every single country on the globe. So, yeah. Eventually. Um, which is, I mean, which is something else. It's like, so, I mean, you didn't, you'd vaguely heard about this. And maybe if that, maybe seeing that in French, maybe, maybe Benedict, maybe you do slightly remember that the story of this book was that it, like, kind of started in France. Or that's kind of where it was first uh, found out about where the story starts. Um... God, I really want to just like thumb through it real quick, but I know that's a terrible idea. It, it, it's like you, if you thumb through it, God, how do I, how do I even handle this? It, Is there even a number for the insanity? It damage takes an take? hour. You can read it. You can read it, and it can have an effect. Um, I will not tell you what that effect is. Obviously, it 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 doesn't matter. We don't have an hour to kill. So, but you now have it. You know, well, you have it. it's obviously important. So we're gonna keep hold on to it. Like, like I said, yeah. I think we could. We might be able to use it for like a bargaining chip. We don't know what we're gonna like find. You know. Yeah, I will put that on my character sheet unless somebody else wants to carry it. Oh, go for it. Although I would try and find something flammable or a lighter nearby. Just in case. <laughs> I, Benedict just believes in breaking shit that he's scared of. So he would want to, in a pickle, destroy this. Just like he did the I book. mean, you know what? As I mean, far as, you know, the kind of Delta Green mindset, I mean, hell. It's kind of our burning things. Thing. Not a terrible <laughs> idea. Um, Benji, like cradles the book and he's like it's mine it's my birthday <laughs> it's my precious <laughs> well so what are you what are you guys gonna do with the book in general Benji uh, definitely wants to hold on to the book if if Benedict wants to burn it well there'll be plenty of time for burning 
Uh, let's head on up to, to get the fancy door. With let's the 20s. Do it. All right. Uh, one moment as I do this. I think we'll be able to show the book to some of our friends that we met along the way. Oh, that'll be interesting right. to see. You guys, you guys yeah. are heading back to the door, right? Yeah. All right. Keep in mind, we met Ed, Ed Weist and Rudolf Valeter, right. and they were presumably psych patients. But Ed might know, might know a guy who can get us out. We're in a pickle. You guys make it into. You guys head back into the night floors. Um, you enter back in, you open the door, you look left, you look right, you see the long, ornate hallways. Um, as you do, one of the things that you kind of notice, though, is before the, um, the... The walls were all pristine and the carpet was nice. Now they're, they're like... You see, like... You see the first time the signs of, like something not being opulent and beautiful. Um, the paints, or the, the wallpaper is kind of peeling towards the top and a little bit of the gilded kind of door frame seems to have been roughed up, you know, from people rubbing against it or maybe moving a piece of furniture. Maybe the carpet's a little bit, a little bit damaged, a little bit worn as you guys enter back into this area. Um, I assume you're going to just sally forth? Are you looking for something particular or trying to go somewhere particular? Oh, you gotta get to the sixth floor. Yeah. Stairs, elevator. You wanna get to the sixth floor. Um, yeah. Okay. Alright, um, I will remind you very quickly, just because this is one of those things that you have been told by, um, oh, what the hell is that guy's name? Um, Mark Rourke? Nope, not Mark Rourke. One of Lewis Post. You were told by Lewis that um, that you can't just go to the sixth floor. That the sixth floor, the only certain people go there. And um, one of you had asked, like, well, why did why did <laughs> Abigail get to go there? And he had said he didn't know. Uh, I don't remember that conversation. Okay. Hmm. Only certain people. Oh, I wonder if it's some bullshit like, like we have to Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Have to read yeah. the uh, that's the book, yeah. King and Yellow. To do it is what I wanted. But Lewis told Let, you that he read it. Keep... And he wasn't and he still wasn't able. Doesn't seem so. He said something about wanting to go there. I think we need a friend find our friend Mark Mark Rourke. He seemed to know. He was he was a strapping fellow. Mark and he had yeah. a lovely little, little, little bar there. We could, I could, frankly, I yeah. could use a drink off looking at those books. Same. All right. You, yeah. And, uh, can we can we follow the smell of? You you want to get try yeah. to get back to the smoking lounge? That's what you're saying. Yeah. See yeah. if we can follow the scent Pop. of cigars. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd say you know what Ooh. that that's not too difficult at all. Hey. Uh, who's leading the way? Uh, Abraham. Abraham. Like, Benji. Benji's leading the way if Abraham's leading the way. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, give me a sanity check. 
Uh. All right, here we go. <laughs> and please enunciate your your result for me. Thirty-two <laughs> under forty-nine. That's a success. Yo. A big old success. Um, as you're moving through, um, you like you feel like you can kind of hear, and you even feel like at one point in time you hear Mark down the hallway a bit. You're like, you're like, wait, wait, that's him. But then it sounds like it's not him. Uh, you get down there and you look, you turn, and you're not quite there. Um, let's see. I need you to. I need to ask you a question. I need you to make a choice for me. Is it personal? Uh, it's personal for Benji. It's not personal for you, Days. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, Roger. Um, you can get there if you want. But you're going to have to either take sanity damage or burn a willpower point. Um, let me think about that. Let me look at my sheet. How much willpower do I have? Uh, I've got 13 out of 13, so I think I'll go ahead and burn a willpower. Okay. Do that then. Burn yourself. Just a single... Willpower point. And you turn a corner, and just as as you're like, you're like, no, like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this out. I know it's right down here. You push forward, and you get down to corner, you turn right, and there it is. Smoking lounge. Just as you left it before. Yeah, caught. Good work, Abraham. Oh, how did you, how did you do that? That's, this place makes no sense to me. The nose knows. (laughs) All right, never say that again. Um, <laughs> so we see Mark there. Uh, you get down there and you don't see you don't see anyone in there actually. Um, but as you as you get there and you you know you you walk in the door. Remember the last time that you guys were here when you first saw Mark. Um, he like walked in the room after you got there. You guys walk in, you look around, you don't see Mark. But. Just as you kind of were like, well, shit, where the hell is he? You turn around, and you see him enter the room, just like... Not similarly to the way he entered the room last time. Just like the way he entered the room last time. You see him come around the corner, Mm. walking toward... He's got his head down, he's wearing a bowler hat. Um, He's lighting a cigar, and he looks up as he comes in and goes... Oh, hey, uh, oh, you're back. And as he comes in, he takes that bowler hat off again. He, without looking, he throws it, gives it just a quick toss, and just lands right on the hat rack. He says, ah, gentlemen, gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, you, you, you able to find what you're looking for? Uh, not quite, um... Benji, pleased to meet you, Mr. Mark Wark. Last time we were interacting, about, I was having internet issues, but that's great to talk to you today. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. So what? I hate that for you. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're we're trying to figure out how to get to the sixth floor. We ain't made no progress on that juncture. Mm, mm. You got any tips? He uh, <laughs> when you say tips, he's like, oh, yeah. he's like, oh. Why? Why would you even want to go there to begin with? I mean, well, to to save Abigail, of course. To 
to, to, what to save Gale? I don't I don't know if she needs saving. You know, he's mixing a drink. You know, and as you're as you're kind of having this conversation. Oh, uh, Mark, could you could you mix me one of those? Finds a yeah, uh, gives you a finger gun. Man after my own heart. And uh, yeah, please, well, please. Ah, but, you know, it's what about you, big guy? He points over at you, uh, uh, Hank. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, I don't think we've... Uh, have we said... What exactly is she doing on the sixth floor? Do you know? I mean, you say she doesn't need saving, but... Well, I mean, I mean, she wasn't uh, like... <laughs> I mean, she wasn't, you know... They, ain't nobody forced you to go to the sixth floor. Uh, it's... Yeah. But how do you get there? Ah... Well, I mean, uh, you, I, you kind of got to get, like, in, invited, I guess. I mean, and some people get the invite, you know, but I... But listen, listen. Why would you go up there? You got everything you need right here. I got all... I got, you know, all the great smokes. Got a good drink. He hands you each a tumbler that's got... You guys know I don't know shit about drinking. Like, he gives you each a very nice drink. Like, what is... What's an old, old school, very expensive drink? Hit me. Very expensive. Old-fashioned? Old a Manhattan? Old-fashioned's like a go-to. Sure. He hands you each an old-fashioned. An old uh, it's like very... It's like in the, the, the liquor's very nice. Probably very old. And he's like... He hands you... He's like, like, listen. You got everything you need right here at old, old Mark. He's like, you know... I mean, you want to... I mean, once they go upstairs, you know, I know, you know they don't come back. Uh, I will say, mm -hmm. Mr. Rourke, that this cocktail is... Fabulous, but uh, we simply have to get to that sixth floor. You said invited, invited by who? Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, the the super, I guess. That's how do we contact the super, there, friend? <laughs> Beats the hell out of me. I ain't ever tried, and I ain't going to. Like I said, this place right here, it's got everything you need. He flops down in that chair, absentmindedly pulling a book as he goes, and it looks, it is a big, thick, navy-colored tome with no writing on the <laughs> spine or on the front or on the back. He sits down and starts leaping oh, through no. it, picks it up and holds it up in front of him. He's like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, and just... Jeez. Uh... <sighs> okay. What's what's the significance of that book? Am I missing something? It's, it's probably That's a we pornography book. In the library. Yeah. Oh. Probably pornography book. <laughs> um Listen, uh Mark. I understand this has got everything you might need in this spot. But not us and not Abigail. I she's got you got family somewhere? Friends, uh, Abigail has got a father outside of this place that he, she needs to get to. Mm, that's and we've been tasked with finding her. I mean, listen. I want to do. I want to do like some kind of role to. Uh, you want you want to do know. some type of some type of persuasion or something like that? Yeah. Try to get something out of him. Yeah. Okay, hit me. God damn it. What is it? Fell 60. 60 over 53. Yeah, he um he's like 
Like he's like, listen, listen, look, Gail, sweet kid, you know, it's uh, lots of lots of pretty young things like her, you know, they you know they get mixed up with the wrong crowd, you know, some guy, some guy, flashy guy comes, you know, and they follow him to the ends of the earth. His tale is old as time. She'll grow out of it. Don't worry about it. Listen, sit down, have a drink, have a finger sandwich, uh, and let's just let's just relax. Oh. Maybe this is a good There's... time to just relax and read a book. <laughs> we could rest here. This is a pretty comfy spot. What I'm worried about but... is us walking outside and be like 50 years have passed. <laughs> it's like Rumpel Stiltskin like over here. <laughs> God, we just got to figure out how to contact Mr. Castain. <sighs> Is it? Do y'all have any idea? Is that what? Is that what you we want to do? Like, he, are you asking about Castain? But he hey, well, said, she said, "Isn't that different than the Super?" No, no, Super and the Night Manager are not the same person. I apologize if I yeah. made that seem that way. That was an accident. Okay, Mr. Castain is bad. the Night Manager. I misunderstood. All right. Well, we haven't even talked to him yet. No. I and, think the Super is somebody well, different. There's a yeah. there's a man with a briefcase and white shoes, and I think that might be the super. Well, I thought he was the salesman. Yeah, that's the salesman. He might be. Oh, my God. Sorry. We don't even know the super's name. Well, the salesman uh, is, is who Abigail ran off with, apparently. Yeah, Mr. White Shoes. Mr. White Shoes. Um, Benji, <laughs> Benji will ask uh, Mark Rourke at least... He'll be like, so uh, what's what's the super's name? If you don't mind sharing. Oh, uh, I, I I ain't never met him. Uh, I talked to old uh, old stick in the mud Castain about him. Uh, you know, it's I mean it's his place, right? So this is Castain's never... place. No, the, the, uh, no, the, no. He he takes a big, big uh big pull in the stogie. Just no, no. He's uh super. He uh you know he owns a hotel. And his name never came up in conversation. Nah, I didn't ask. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not running after him. I'm, I'm quite comfortable right here. He pats the, the thick leather uh, arm of the chair. You do know that I burned a willpower point to come talk to you, sir. (laughs) 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 Well, how Uh, can we find Mr. Castain if we wanted to uh, have a conversation with him? I mean, I, he's just down the hallway there. Uh, it's uh, kind of hard to miss him. He gives you, like, some instructions. He's like, ah, go down to the third right. Take a... But, like, and even as he's saying it, he's telling you the instructions. It sounds bizarre. Like, he's like, go down to the third right, then take a, a quarter left at the T-junction and stuff like that. Like, it's just it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it makes total sense to him. Oh, Lord. We're gonna get lost if we do uh, crap, probably. Do you think you could take us there? What could you find it in your heart? He's he looks down at his drink, which still has half left in it. And he's like, ah, uh, make me a roll if you want him, if you want to convince him to get his ass up and to do something for you. Excellent. Okay. Oh God, we need this. We need this so badly. <laughs> um. 
It sounds like I it's going to be a persuade roll. Benji hasn't failed can... a roll yet. Oh, yeah, yes. You guys are ticking Make your sure failures, ticking right? Your boxes as well. Yeah. 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 We've. I've finally learned to do that. Finally remember. Yeah. Um. There's no way I could finagle. It's just got to be a persuade roll. I think so. Really. It. All right. Here we go. Submit. That is a god damn it. Sixty-one over forty. Sixty-one over forty. He's like, he's like, listen, just look. I, I still got half my drink here. Like, yo. I'm sure you'll you'll do just fine. Mark, 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 my man, Mark. Have you have you met our friend here? Have you met Abraham? Oh yeah, yeah. I I noticed he was uh, hanging around with you guys. Who who do you know whose dog he is? Is this, is this your little pup? Uh, ah shit! You just asked me a question that I didn't <laughs> have an answer for, but I have to look it up. Um, shit. Got him. Damn it. Um, How's it feel to scramble, box? Flip through your notes. Browse oh faster. Oh Time's the ticket. <laughs> shut, the, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't need this. I don't need this from you. Oh, uh, wow. That is definitely not what it's supposed to be. Um, Benji is definitely going to... After Mark Rourke refuses to um, escort them. He's just like gonna dump all the finger sandwiches into his pockets. It's fucking yeah. Mark, okay. I need to know whose pup this is. This pup, what? it'll probably need some medical attention. Some vet. Do you know a vet in here? Because we got we got a, we got a situation. Because uh, this pup got into a bit of a role. With uh, with one of our acquaintances. All right. Um, so he'll tell you. He was like, "Oh yeah, it's um." He said, "Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's Lundine's dog, isn't it?" Lundine. L U N D I N E. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Lundine's <laughs> mutt, right? Yeah, if you say so. Where is Lundane? That'll beat the hell out of me. Who is Lundane? Oh, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I've seen him around a few times. He's coming here a time or two. Weird guy. Real weird. What? What is Lundane? What? <laughs> now, now you're just messing with me. <laughs> what is uh... Lundane? Mark, oh. I wanted to introduce you to Abraham because I thought if you couldn't help us get to Mr. Castain, you might help us just get this little fella back to Lundin. Do you like do you like dogs? Do you like dogs? Ah, you like dogs? You like dogs? I mean, not real. I mean, it's fine. I see him. Yeah, this little guy, like. And, Ab and Abraham will go over to him, and he'll just, like, give him, give him a like, a quick scritch on the head. He's like, I mean, yeah, he's fine. He's in here all the time, begging for scraps. I see one of you dumbasses done fed him. He ain't gonna leave you alone now. <laughs> Alright, this is not mm. working. 
Yeah, I mean, look, if you see Lundin, you can't miss him. Like, guy, he goes around wearing some type of fucking cape. Uh, older guy. Okay. Yeah, some type of silver cape <laughs> thing. Uh, Are you t you gonna tell me he's some kind of magician? No, he's a, he's crazy. <laughs> this is... <laughs> we've heard about a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's crazy. Oh, we've heard about this guy before. <laughs> yeah, you have. We have? In the police report uh, about the mugging that happened in the building where oh. Abigail Wright was accosted by a strange oh, yeah. man wearing a silvery cape. Oh. And he said, oh, where are the shit. tunnels? Yep. Okay. Hey, not Uh, Listen, gentlemen, I gotta use the can. So, uh. <laughs> one, yeah, yeah. one more question. Mark, Mark, one more question for you before you go and use the can. I know it's, it's hitting me too, and I might also ask you where the can is. I'll follow you there. <laughs> but. <laughs> you turn, there's a door that you didn't uh, notice before. <laughs> it says washroom on it. Uh, have, you, have you read this book? And he kind of like beckons over to Benji. Book. Yeah, Benjamin. Read this book. Uh, whip it out. Which one? Uh, the King in Yellow. Okay. Yeah, you pull out the red book and you show it to him. He's like, he's like, and he he's he looks at. It, he's like, oh, oh, that's uh, Gail brought that up here. Uh, yeah, I I didn't I didn't read it. I'm uh, like uh, and he kind of he like he kind of eyes over to that big navy blue book he was looking at. <laughs> he's like, more of a picture book kind of guy myself <laughs> <laughs> that that thing not enough pictures for me and he kind of he, he, he winks at you guys and uh he opens the washroom door and goes in he just does not follow him. sits down after a hard day at work and pours a drink and just watches porn <laughs> <laughs> that, that man oh, is Mark addicted Hurt. he's got a he's got problem <laughs> I, would, I think uh, I rightly don't want to talk to this man no more. <laughs> you guys, yeah, I think we're done. It's you're just glad he didn't take the book in the washroom with him, you know? Like, you're glad that uh, you're just but Benedict knows <laughs> that he's that that he's in that book, you know, yeah. You all, you're all like, are we book. in that book? See, you oh, think no. about that one time where he was looking at the book, and he looked down at the book, and he looked up at you, and was like, <laughs> "Yeah." He's like, "You know, I was never able oh. to touch my toes." That's uh, that's uh, impressive. If, uh, <laughs> I, I I think we would be doing uh, this man a favor if he never looked at this book again. I try to like hide the book, throw it like in the trash. Or something. Okay, you do <laughs> that. You just whoop, <laughs> just in the wastebasket. <laughs> And you turn and you look at the right. wall of navy blue tomes, like oh. thick leather tomes. <laughs> did you guys, did, did it come off as strange to you the whole time we were talking to him? He was just making a slow jerk of motion. <laughs> I didn't think nothing of it at the time. But... <laughs> is this, is this um... what this podcast is going to become? <laughs> <laughs> I, f I feel used. Yeah, suddenly I feel really dirty. I feel dirty. I feel like we're a part of this All thing, right. you know? 
Benedict tries to move on swiftly from this, downs his drink, takes a sandwich, and then he just storms off and tries to follow the instructions to go and yep. get to Mr. Castaigne. All right. Mumbling to himself, left at the right at the second, right at the three quarter mark. It's actually a, a, a third right, and then a quarter left at the T junction. I got it oh. all up here. All right, roll me a sanity oh. check, Benedict. Lead the way, sir. See, see what this happens. Nice. All right. Got a 36 under 56. Nice. <laughs> All right. You, um, you guys get down to an intersection and you're arguing. You're arguing about which way you're supposed to go. Okay. Um, and you and and Benedict, you're like, no, it's definitely over here, you know. And Benji's like, no, he said half left, which is this way. And Hank, you're like, that's back the way we came. You guys are arguing back and forth. As you're doing so, there is a there's a, a door right there. It doesn't look like, and a lot of these doors look like they're like hotel rooms or something. Like they have that feel to them. This one looks like a closet. It's a very plain, smaller door, and it. And you hear the sound of, like, what sounds like a bunch of buckets and mops and stuff, like, clanging around. Like, the sound of someone moving in here. And then the door bursts open, and a man stumbles out and falls into the hallway. And, like, braces himself on the wall on the other side. Um, actually, I think I might have a picture of said man. Yep, there he is. Ba-ba-ba... He looks frazzled and wide-eyed, and he is, and he sees you guys, and he's like, he's like, oh my god, oh my god, thank god, and he crawls over to you on all fours, and he, we'll say Benedict is standing there, and he like, Benedict grabs you, he's like, he's like, he's like, oh god, he's like, are you, he's like, you're, and I guess you guys are like wearing belts, right? With, like, a gun and a badge and stuff, right? Like, you're wearing, you guys are wearing, like, police yeah. accoutrement. He's like, he's like, oh, God, thank you. Thank God. Oh, I've been, s oh, you got, you guys have got to get me out of here. You guys have got to get me out of here. Hold up, partner. Uh, introductions I'm, first. I'm, Who are you? I, I'm, I'm, I'm David. I'm David Langford. And you see that he has a, it's a polo shirt. And it says, um, it says like Central City, a uh, Central City Cable on it. It's like you know, it's like a work shirt. Um, and but it's stained, and he smells. He smells as if he's gone many, many days without bathing. Uh, and his beard is long. His hair is a mess. Uh, and he has what looks like in his pockets. Uh, you see that he's like. It looks like he's got some screwdrivers and wrenches and stuff, like, stuffed in there, like, in a pair of, like, work pants. He's like, my God, my name is David Langford. I've been, I've been stuck in this fucking place for... I, I just want to go home. Can you... Can you guys... I... You gotta help me. Take me with you. Please, you're poli Are you police? You're police! David, calm down. Calm down, sir. How'd you get here? I, I, uh, 
I've I've just been stuck here. I I came in to disconnect the cable. I I and he points to the 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 emblem on his shirt. He's like, uh, you know, Central City cable. I came to disconnect the cable in the building. You know, because it's, uh, you know, because of what's his name? Uh, fucking uh, you know, this guy didn't pay his cable bill, so I came to disconnect it. Next thing I fucking know, I'm in here. I'm in here in this in this. This prison. Mm. Uh, well, uh, where is home to you, David? Where? What's? What? Where are you from? What city? New York. Okay. Well, we might be able to help you get home then. Oh, uh, and what year is it? Just remind 95. me. Huh? Ninety-five. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, we might be able to help you get home then, because uh, it seems we're from similar places. Uh, uh, so you said you've been in here for days? Weeks. Weeks, oh, Lord. I, well, good golly, take, take a finger sandwich, David. Here you go. Uh, he he slaps the <laughs> finger sandwich out of your hand. He's like, that's all I've been fucking eating. <laughs> 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 Have to be so aggressive about I, it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he's like, and he seems just like really frazzled, like not unstable, but the dude's a wreck. And he's like, look, I've been drinking stale champagne and and hors d'oeuvres and cocktail <laughs> sandwiches and those little the only those thing little sausages. You've been drinking is champagne. The, those little sausages on the toothpicks and. Wait, no, 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 hold on. The only thing you've had to drink for weeks on end is champagne. I, I try to have some water. Sometimes I find, you know, some ice that's melted down, and I try to drink that. But it's it's just, just it's all that's around here. And, you know, those what are those little pickles? The little pickles. You know the ones? That's... Cocktail. Like a gherkin. Pickles, maybe? A gherkin, yeah. Uh, I'll never eat another gherkin as long as I live. Well, I mean, okay, so maybe have a bit of a side and a side. They're like one one yeah, moment, David. Yeah. I need to confer with my yeah. associates. Okay. I think do we uh, this this man could be in trouble, but he could also be a liability. I don't feel what particularly. If we leave keep... Abraham with him. <laughs> Kill two birds with one no. stone. Get rid of both of them. Uh. Hell no. <laughs> I think we should help him out. He's obviously down on his luck, and we know how to get out of here. Yeah. Sounds like we're heading up to the sixth floor where people don't come back. And I don't know if we'd be doing this man a favor. Well, hitchhikers can't exactly choose which direction they're going now, can they? The other thing I say, hitchhikers can't be choosers. I just want to... He, oh, he, he kind of he intrudes. Guys, I just want I just want to go home. I just want to go home. You got to get me out of this place. This and he like looks around. He's like, this place. He's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. This place is not what it seems. This is not a hotel. Tell, tell us something we don't know, David. Uh, you <laughs> listen. Uh, for better or for worse, you're in a bit of a jackpot with us. Uh, we're on our way to the sixth floor. Have you, you come across anyone that knows been talking about this? No, I haven't talked to anybody. Have you seen anybody. this girl? I haven't, I've been hiding. Okay. 
Uh, they also can't let this guy say anything about this place. Like, if we were... Wait right here, we'll be right ages. back. <laughs> Wait in <laughs> this spot. Eliminating this person. Right. Um, um, well, if we take him to the sixth floor, he might get offed. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, particularly feel connected to this guy right now. But I I don't even know if we're going to make it to the sixth floor. I was going to say, like, I don't know. I said, let, let's just go down the hallway a little bit and see if we find anything. We found him. If we go down some more, we might find some other random dude. Uh, I don't know. What do y'all want to do? Go back or keep going forward? Take him with keep- us. Keep going forward. Yeah, right. agreed. All right. He's happy to All right, David. Uh, just stay behind us. Don't do anything unless we tell you to, and we'll try to get you out Whatever of here. Whatever you say, man. Um, Whatever you say. Can Can I do a... Can we just, like, pat him down? Check that... I don't know if he's got anything useful or dangerous on him. I don't want any surprises. Yeah, you, you can. Like, he'll let you... I mean, you're like police, and he's just like... he's. He's incredibly cooperative. He's just scared. He doesn't have anything on. He has, like, he says that he used to have a tool belt, but he lost it. Um, and that he was able to, that he kept, like, some of his tools um, that he had. So he has, like, you know, like, some wire snippers and, like, some screwdrivers and stuff. And he has his wallet. Um, you pull it out. Sure enough, David, uh, David Langford. You know? How much cash? He has a few bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All checks out. All right, cool. David. That's fine. All right. Uh, you guys, as you guys... I guess I'll lead this way and do... Or, oh, never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. As you guys are about to, to move on, you, uh, you hear the sounds of a... You hear something that you haven't really noticed... Or you haven't really heard yet uh it sounds like a television like the kind of crackly kind of sound of audio like from a tv uh coming from one of the doors and you guys look up and down the hall just a little bit and it's like kind of a dark hallway it's not really lit really well and as you look up it seems that the lighting in this hallway is not like an elaborate kind of nice candelabra kind of thing it, they're like fluorescent, like old school, kind of like dingy fluorescence, and they're kind of yellow and faded. And it seems like the style is just a little bit different down this hallway. But you see a door, which seems like the TV is coming from, and a, a little sign, and it says "Night Manager." Okay. All right, let's check it out. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay. Um, I assume you're gonna walk up and knock on the door. You're gonna do a, do another barge. Would that be a good time to take a break? You know what? You are absolutely at... right. That is a good time. I'm glad you guys keep track of this shit because I, because <laughs> I just get too into what we're doing. Uh, that is actually a really good time. Uh, you guys have uh, have kind of figured out a little bit more about what's going on here with Mark, and you've got some some new uh, some new books that you need to read whenever you guys actually decide to take a rest. And now it seems that you've also picked up this strange, uh, another stray here in the form of uh, David Langford, a TV repairman who sounds like he might be from your same New York. Who's found yeah. himself stranded. But uh, 
But yeah, uh, I we're gonna help save everybody and likely not do any more damage. Right. Absolutely. All. I'm sure nothing will happen to the NPCs that you guys fine. pick up. I'm. You guys have a real a awesome track record so far. <laughs> Hey, Abraham's okay. He's probably happy. <laughs> Abraham killed the person almost. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, guys. Um, everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for joining us today for another episode of Greenbox Gaming Plays and Possible Landscapes. Um, please uh, go check out our Reddit. Uh, we are over at r slash Greenbox Gaming. No spaces. Uh, and from there you can see our other socials that's kind of our headquarters uh, let us know who's listening uh, let us know where you're from and you know let us know what you think about the episodes and whatnot all the stuff's posted there the socials the vods everything that's kind of going to be the central hub of everything um, but yeah thank you guys for listening thank you guys for watching uh, we're going to take our break and come back around for the second round or for our next episode and you guys have a good one and we will see you next time bye peace